And welcome to Session 5 of God Stories Radio. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And, man, we have a special guest on this very rainy, cloudy night here in Central Florida. Uh, we have Mark from Solomon's Porch Radio. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. It's very Fantastic. good. Fantastic. Uh, how's your week been, Mike? I've had on? a great week so far. It's been uh, just uh, trying to walk with God and listen to what he's trying to say and follow that lead. That's fantastic. What's new with you, Mark? Oh, trying trying to get finished the work week and uh, get ready for our program this this Saturday morning. What do you got going on Saturday morning? Mike and I are still in discussion what that's going to be. Okay. Yeah. All righty. How was your week, Fritz? My week has been slam-packed full of uh, storage wars. All righty then. That's, uh, if you've seen the... Uh, the TV series Storage Wars, that's what I do for a living. And I had probably 50 or 60 people out here today bidding on on units. Really? And it was just wild. I bet that's interesting. It is very interesting. I mean, you get all shapes and sizes and makes and models that come out here to sure. bid on units. There is no doubt. And I always get those guys that have to imitate, you know, the guys standing back there. Yeah. We are extremely excited to have Mark in with us tonight in the kitchen he's gonna take a a few minutes to just share his testimony Uh, we're excited about this because he shared his testimony just a little while back at real men on a monday night and man people are still talking about it just to have him across the table from me right now i'm just honored Uh, we're just going to try to give you as much time as possible mark so uh, take it away well thanks for having me on the program oh you are welcome Um, I'm, i'm just honored that you would ask me to to be on it well, I just uh, want to say that, uh, Mark, you were uh, instrumental to getting me going with the little pushes and nudges that you did along the way. It took a couple months, but uh, here it is, reality. Hey. So thank you. It's all in God's time. Yes, it is. And you're, done, and, and you're, you're moving. It's awesome to see how much you all have done so far. This is really awesome. Well, you and Mike have been instrumental in so many ways. We can't thank you enough, you know, and I, as I was sharing before the program about, you know, what what Mike did for me early on, mm-hmm. you know, I've, he was here right now. I just give a big old man hug. Anyway, I get, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be quiet now, Mark. This is about you tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we can, uh, let me, uh, I guess sh- share a little bit of what happened early on in my life. I-, I was raised as a military brat from the air force, raised Catholic. So I did a lot of moving around, um, my early parts of uh, life overseas and stateside. My church experience is pretty much uh, knowing all the traditions with church and feeling my obligations on Sunday morning. That's That was my extent of um, living my faith out. My parents, on the other hand, are devout Catholics, and there's no doubt in my mind that they have accepted Christ in their, in their lives. I do know that, um, and I'm not knocking the Catholic religion. I just know for myself it's that that wasn't for me and and it took me years to finally find what it is that why I needed God if if that makes sense so um I would say that uh, once I graduated high school I joined the service and uh wasn't until I was actually I was stationed in Hawaii at the time my wife and I got married which we were um both went to high school we went off four years of high school together and during that time in high school she became a christian we, we were both in a rough crowd she became a christian still hung out with us and, and was good friends of ours but lived her christian faith out and none of us knocked her 
that's that's the amazing thing. None of us knocked her. We we all respected what which you know her decisions in life, and it always stayed in the back of my mind what this 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 girl was was all about. And we remained friends even after we graduated, and we we kept in touch, and we we, we ended up getting married. It wasn't until living in um, uh, while I was in Hawaii that I gave my life to the Lord, and. I want to say that uh, it, it was during a Christmas um, work time is when someone brought some material into work. It was really slow that I realized that uh, you know what that Jesus is my, my real deal. I, I, I want to solely devote everything I can for Christ, and I just whatever I could get my hands on material. I was reading it. I, I was uh, reading the Bible. I was watching television episodes with different you know ministries i i just had every hand that i could get on on learning more about christ and living my life for christ and and, and it was such a traumatic change in my life that people thought i was off my rocker they at first they thought that my wife just corrupted me but then uh when they realized hey you know why isn't mark why aren't you cussing and smoking and doing you know the things that that i was doing before and how to explain it? This is this is who I am now. I'm a, I'm a new person, but as much as I did enjoy some of the things in in the service, I wanted to be full time ministry. So when I got out, we actually moved down here to Orlando, Florida, and uh, got involved with a local ministry here called the House of Hope, and it's a program for teenagers that have dr- drug problems, runaways, uh, just things in trouble with life and the goal is to have them in a it's a residential program and to get themselves fixed up get to know christ and then reconcile them back to the families and we did that for one year until my wife at the at the time said i feel like that we're going to be going to africa and as much as as much as i loved you know wanted to do work i just that's for for some reason i wasn't seeing it you probably and, had that same face too that i just just saw just then and and you know when i when i retell stories it's i can almost put myself back in these situations that's the funniest thing oh, i can still remember feeling this like man are you crazy <laughs> but uh god showed himself in a, in a powerful way because i prayed and i was like you know and i saw that it was my wife was serious about it I'm like, God, if, if this is what you want, you're going to have to show me. And believe it or not, the next day, someone comes come knocking at our door and said that we've the Lord I, told me that I needed to give this to you. It was cash in the middle. Of, and we were in debt. Um, we still needed to get passports. We had to get visas to go to these countries. We had to get accepted to this school overseas to get training to do missions work. It was just things that were just impossible that all of it came to pass like within a month and we were all flying for six months um you know in africa and had the best time of my life I, this is where i'm like god you, you you really are showing yourself this this is what i was meant to do and uh i saw miracles people come to the lord it was a really good time and it was while we were in uh, the last country we were at, we were in Zambia, that I knew that this is where we were going to be staying, that we had to come back to raise some more money to go back out. So we ended up coming back to the States, and I raised more money, and we ended up going out. Well, the second trip wasn't as glamorous as, as the first one, and there was a lot of persecution 
against us while we're out there. Um, the organization that we were involved with kind of kept us from being in contact with our families. Um, we couldn't get into town like we were wanting to get into because we were out in the bush. And we even had, uh, we, we lost a child out there. We, we had, my wife had a miscarriage out there in the middle. And just a culmination of everything, just, I think we were, we were about to have a nervous breakdown. So we end up taking, I guess you would call it sabbatical. We, we end sure. up coming back home. And while we, when we got back, as soon as we arrived back over here, um, my wife became pregnant again. So we, we kind of ended up staying here. So we got involved with a local ministry here in town. And to come to find out that that particular ministry was, I want to say, cultish. Uh, there was stealing that was going on in there. There was lying, deceit. Um, I was not involved with a church. My marriage was starting to get rocky. And and just all these things were just happening. And, and it seems kind of minute me just saying this, and, and I don't know if maybe if a listener is out there listening, if they can kind of relate to that a little bit, you know, the things that you're feeling that you feel like the, the whole world is against you, that that's what it felt like. And it was as much as I've seen miracles that God worked and, and how he's moved things in my life and what he has done for me, I pretty much told him, I'm done. I'm done with you, God. I, I, I want nothing to do with you anymore. And I can still remember saying that. And I still get chills on my arms right now thinking of it because at that when you say something like that, that I mean, he allows you to do that. And, and, I, and I physically felt the severance from God at that particular time. Wow. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to, I've done everything in your name and it's done, it's everything but heartache has come out of this and I'm going to do things on my own. And some things worked out well, you know, and I thought, okay, things are going to go pretty good. Well, my lifestyle wasn't looking like a Christian. I was doing my own thing. My wife and I were starting to separate as distance with, between each other. And uh, then start the, the marriage was start falling apart. I wanted out of it. and But even the, in the midst of this, you know, even though I wanted out, I wanted her to say that she's the one that wanted it out. I wasn't the man. I didn't man up enough to, to even allow say, hey, I want out of it. I wanted my wife to cop out of the whole thing. So I even looked for someone else to replace her and and you know it, it's that's it's 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 a low point especially when you move out and you have your wife and child in one place you're on your own you're sleeping in a car and and then you know you think to yourself how did i get into this situation and you start looking at things in life you know the things that i've done before and things that were miraculous. How did I get into this situation? And I remember coming home from work. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was at a four-point intersection. And just the only thing I could do is, like, I, I needed God's help. I mean, it's the only thing I could think of. And there's some things that you that just cannot be put in words. And I, and. I didn't know what to say, and the only thing I could do was just scream. I just screamed at the top of my lungs and and just said, you know, God, help me. Help me right here in the middle of the road, you know. And 
And I remember saying, you know, I, I, I'm wrong. I was wrong in the whole thing. And you know what, God, you know, I want to get things right. I want to, I want to fix things. I want, I want to do it how you would want to do it. And, and I made a vow to him, you know, that, Lord, I will serve you no matter what. Even if I feel like that you're not there with me, I, 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 I'm going to serve you. And, and, I, and I felt this peace just come across right then and there. It, it was a breaking point. And I knew that he heard me at that particular time. And and I and I share stories and and, and I put this on a, on my blog or there on, on our website of uh, and, and I use the example of um, I don't want to experience God and what I mean by that is that I'm here on this earth to do His work you know I'm not here to get the pleasure from Him knowing that He's there I get to experience that later on with in eternity with Him. Amen. And um, so I think that that was a change in my mindset. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm not here for the experience of God. I'm here to serve Him, and, w- the, and it changed things. My whole perspective in life by that, and it was uh, a very powerful moment for me. And it was such a um, an experience that I had to share this with other people, but. One of the things I wanted to look at is, how did I get into this situation? W- what was it? Even when I was overseas, you know, some of the things that were, were, that were going on over there, what, what was going on? I wasn't really plugged into a local church there or here. Um, so I think that's one bad thing because I'm not in communion with other Christians. I wasn't giving my tithes and offerings to, to the church. I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't accountable to another man. And I started reading that. You know, is there accountability for men? Well, the Bible clearly shows that. And I end up looking. Jesus sent his disciples out in pairs. You know, they they were supposed to minister. They had he had another person to back them up. One to say, hey, you shouldn't be doing it this way. That that's Jesus told him to do that. He had Moses had Aaron. Aaron was always backing him up. You had David had Jonathan with them. You know, there's countless of other examples of that. So I'm like, wow, okay. And right off the press, there was a book that came out called Wild at Heart. And Mike, I, I, I know you know that well. And, and, and it was it was a life-changing experience for me because uh, I think one of the reasons why I never wanted to be accountable to a man, at least a Christian man, was because I always viewed him as this, pansy guy that was in a church that had no backbone and that well you know the things that i'm feeling there's no way that this guy's going to relate to me and this book totally changed it and i remember reading the whole thing thinking man i'm not crazy anymore you know these things are that i feel are validated so when our church started this men's group it, it just put the icing on the cake and 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 i'm i'm a true believer in um in accountability um Mike from our radio program is my best friend and uh, and I tell him just about everything and there's nothing that's he doesn't know that about me and he keeps me in check and the people that that go to our groups you know there are people that answer to me and I answer to them and 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 I've gotten good friendships out of it I have what we quote unquote the band of brothers you know we're in the in the army together but 
I think the reason why I kind of wanted to share this particular testimony, because you can say several different ones in your lifespan, is that I want to say that, the, you know, there, I'm sure that there are guys out there that have probably gone through a similar situation, maybe not as bad or even worse than what I've gone through. But my prayer is that that I want you to know that there's hope, that there's hope that there is um, forgiveness and there's redemption too. Amen. And that God can fix any. If he can fix a mess like me, good Lord, he can do anybody. And, and you know, and an inspiration for me is, is Peter. You know, he, Peter was the leader of, of the disciples that Jesus put in place, and the man denied him three times to his face. Now, I know what it was like when I just denied God. He wasn't around, but he saw him face to face. Three times he did it. And I can't and, and when you read in the Bible how he just wept. That was me. That was me. Hope, no hope, nothing. And if there's somebody out there that's that's hearing that and you feel the same way, there is. And uh, he'll pick you up just like he did with Peter. He did it with me. He can do it with anyone. What's amazing, too, is uh, when you research that a little further and you discover that uh, Jesus actually prayed for uh, Peter's faith he not did. to fail. He did. So he knew in advance mm. that uh, that Peter was going to fail, but he prayed that that Peter's would not fail. Would, his his faith would hold up. Right. It was for his faith. And the pressure. Yeah. Does that that shows you what kind of a father we serve? Right. No doubt about it. And Luke one verse thirty seven says, "For nothing is impossible with God." Amen. Amen. That's kind of pretty much what I wanted to share today. Unless if you got any questions there, Mike and Fritz. That is fantastic. You got any questions, Mike? <laughs> I, covered, I think he did a pretty good job. I'm really kind job. of speechless. Really, me too. <laughs> he closed it for us and everything. Thanks for stopping by, my friend. Oh, it's my pleasure. Please look up SolomonsPortsRadio.com and uh, Twitter at SolomonsPortsRadio. Actually, the Twitter is a little different because they wouldn't give us the name was a little too long. So oh, it's SolomonsPortsTR for for talk radio oh talk radio mm, so. salmon sports tr yes sir look them up on twitter look them up on uh on the internet follow their v blog which i i think is is amazingly cool i love the v blog me and mike probably won't do that <laughs> why, why we'll, not well i don't know oh come on i always say mike's got a face, face for radio, radio. But, uh, <laughs> he agrees well, that wraps up session five with mark from solomon's porch radio i'm fritz i'm mike and we have Mark. Mark, and we thank you for joining us, my brother. My pleasure. And uh, catch us also on GodStoriesRadio.com, on Twitter at GodStoriesRadio, and uh, look for new things coming from uh, Solomon's Porch Radio and from God Stories Radio. And we, if you're out there, you know, let us know you listen. And we would love to hear from you. Uh, if anybody wants to give a testimony or inquire on how to do it or just give us uh, feedback on what uh, you hear, what you like, even what you don't like. There's, blo there's a blog there. Just give us, uh, give us some feedback. Amen. Amen. We do want to hear from you. Listen, have a great week. Look for this session probably on Friday. We'll have it coming to you. Well, God bless. Mm -hmm.